Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. New series Naomi airs Tuesdays at 9, 8 central, or you can stream free next day on The CW app. You will Yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And... A&A, what will these do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-N-A-N-Z-A, it go... A&A, let's update their dossier. ANA Bonanza. You just literally cut out Ben from the Banana Bonanza. <laughs> this is just about Anna. She's still part of the banana narrative. Mm-hmm. She is. We wouldn't be talking about her without Ben, to be honest. I know. That's Blonde crazy. isn't out. Dark Waters isn't out. And she was cut out of yesterday, and somebody's and suing. <laughs> Two people are suing. If this isn't fandom, like, I, I'm, I'm torn on where this... I'm torn on where this falls, like whether this is good or bad for the career, you know? Whose career? The lawyer's career or Anna's career? Anna's career clearly is what I'm saying. I think it's good for her. I think it's like funny attention because ultimately the attention is positive, right? It's, I really wanted to see Anna de Armas in this Richard Curtis movie and she wasn't there I and think I'm pissed. Richard Curtis, who I... I know somebody's listening who has a direct connection to Richard Curtis, should release the Anna Darmus cut. Release the cut! Well, release the Anna de Armas cut! Did you see that I completely... This... I saw I saw yesterday in theaters. And I don't remember Anna <laughs> de Armas being in the trailer. And I don't remember this being a story at the time from Cinema Blend. Richard Curtis did an interview and he said... We cut an entire sub. It's not that she just appeared in one scene. In it's the a trailer. subplot. It's a whole subplot where um, who is what's the name of the actor who plays the guy who gets the Beatles songs? What's his name? Himesh Patel. He g- goes to. He had another um, love interest. He had another love interest, and there was a love triangle between him and L- Lily James and Anna de Armas, and they cut the entire subplot out because they said that audiences didn't like that he was like willing to give up on lily james for this hollywood woman thank you for being here um have your paths crossed before do you know roxanne no, no, no we've never no. met before but but it's really nice to meet you i'm a big fan nice meeting you me too wow thank, yeah. thanks wait a minute did i see a blush there was there <laughs> was there was blushing there. it no, felt like there was blushing it was just delight giving him a sort of blushy look yeah. maybe i think it looks like blushing we'll see, we actually have a team backstage who do blush analysis. They'll be analyzing all the footage right now. But Jack, the songs that I've heard are amazing and there's lots of rumors going around about your work rate. Is it true that you wrote The Long and Winding Road in 10 minutes? Yeah, 10, is that 10 minutes? I mean, that's unbelievable. It might be. I'm now thinking about this as if, if, imagine if you went to see um, James Bond, right? And Mm -hmm. despite that trailer, she just wasn't in the movie. Because people said that oh, she I'd was sue. barely in the movie, but what if she just wasn't in it at all? Wouldn't yeah, you then be I'd so sue. angry? Wouldn't you sue? Oh, I'd sue 100%. I understand the fans here, but 
again, I didn't even know she was supposed to be in here. I wasn't really paying attention to the trailer for yesterday, and I don't know why it's taken three years for this to happen. Well, clearly Connor Wolf, 38 of Maryland, and Peter Michael Rosa, 44 of San Diego County. How did they meet up? On, like, Letterboxd? What is this? What is this toxic, <laughs> like, you know, um, this toxic relationship between these two? I have no idea. They're either, they either knew each other, because I was trying to figure out, like, how did they join forces, forces and Letterboxd? Sue. Lindsay, Letterboxd actually makes a little bit of sense. Letterboxd isn't unreasonable. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, two film lovers come together yeah. in their anger that Ana de Armas was cut from yesterday. Is she still in the trailer? I see that she still is. Yeah, I, I screen grabbed those from the trailer that is still online. And she has a significant role in the trailer. because They we didn't see even her, like... cut her out of the trailer or, like, uh, you know, adjust the trailers in retrospect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love this follow-up because this was getting headlines everywhere. This was getting more headlines than I ever would have expected it to. But it, I guess it's just so absurd that people are having fun with it. It's and really funny. they're suing for $5 million. <laughs> it's funny. They're suing for $5 million. They each paid three ninety nine, And so I think what they want That's is for it. people to... I think it's like they want a class action suit. What's even f- like funnier about this is they're not suing after having paid like 20 bucks for a movie ticket. Trust me, movie tickets are so expensive. I'd want to sue too. They're suing after paying... $3.99 for an Amazon <laughs> rental. This movie has been out for years now. A year? Mm-hmm. Two year? Three year? Mm-hmm. It's a class action complaint, and they have demanded a jury trial. Uh, some of the lines from the lawsuit, which uh, some people were lovely enough to download. Can you imagine me on the jury selection of this trial? And yeah. they're like, how do you feel about Ana de Armas? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> And they're like, dismissed. <laughs> dismissed. 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 Uh, the prosecution dismisses. <laughs> juror number 12. Do we want juror number eight? Juror number eight. We cannot have juror number eight. She hosts a podcast with a theme song about Ana de Armas. We cannot have her. Juror number 12. She has seen. <laughs> she has been asking about the release of Doc Waters for the past 14 weeks. We might not have to wait as long as we all thought for Dark Waters, by the way. Mm. That's a tease. Mm. Mm. So... Mm. Here are some lines from this court document. Among other deceptions, defendants nationwide advertise... The defendant is Universal City Studios, LLC. Yes, 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 yes. Among other deceptions, defendants nationwide advertising and promotion of the movie yesterday represents to prospective movie viewers that the world-famous actress Ana de Armas (laughs) has a substantial character role in the film. This is... Defendants movie yesterday, however, fails to include any appearance of Ana de Armas whatsoever. Accordingly, defendants advertising and promotion of the movie yesterday is false misleading and deceptive so it asks for um is this a class the, action the can i join and, yeah i think that's how this works it says plaintiffs bring this action individually and on behalf of all all other uh, similarly situated consumers yes to halt the dissemination of defendants false deceptive and misleading representations to correct the false i'm joining deceptive and misleading perception i'm defendants representations have created in the minds of consumers and to obtain redress for those who have purchased rented licensed or otherwise paid for attending showings of the movie yesterday i spent a good 45 dollars on this movie because i paid for my ticket josh's ticket and josh's mom's ticket because we all saw it together you in, paid for uh, everyone's Washington ticket month. and no one yeah. saw anna darmas no one saw her no one. Did Josh's mom comment? Was she like, I thought Ana Damas was in this movie. No one even noticed. 
her comment was, I loved that movie. She loved Yesterday. I made $18 off some milk class action lawsuit the other week. So I am 18? down. 18. Wow. That's wow. high. That's really good. Does it come in as does it come as a check? It came you just get like a check in the It name? actually, interestingly enough, came as a a like a credit card with just money on it, like a cash card. But Wait, you, what? but you could take you took a screenshot of it and you can just use the cash card anytime for like a purchase that's like eighteen bucks or under. Does that make sense? What? What did you use it on? Did you I buy haven't more used, milk? I keep forgetting to use it. But I would love to do use it to buy more milk. You should sock it to them and buy some alternative milk. <sighs> like some that would cost me eighteen bucks just to buy like a little bit. I told Lindsay this. I was at a coffee shop yesterday, and I. I, to be you're fair, not, I was in like, a you're not I was in a neighborhood that I was in a neighborhood that I should have known it was going to be expensive coffee, but I was I was taking a long walk and I ended up in Manhattan. And I was like I could use a coffee and I went into this very fancy looking coffee shop but I wasn't thinking straight and I said, "Can I get an oat milk latte?" And then before I knew it, I had spent $9. <laughs> the most dangerous drink of our time is the oat milk latte. Truly, because I feel like an oat milk latte can either cost you five fifty or nine fifty. Like in an, and honestly, without discretion, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. And you can't, in your right mind, ask how much it's going to cost. No, but I almost, Lindsay. I was, I was so taken aback that I almost said, "Never mind," and left the cop. I, I was, I was considering it. I was like, "That is so crazy," but I got really nervous. I think I probably turned a shade of red. You were beat and red in nervous. your embarrassment for having to pay it was this. So, but you know, they're it was not so awful. The barista's not like, oh, this fucking it's idiot. The the people play this all no. the time. But I mean, there's they no embarrassment. Care. Like, like what were you embarrassed about? Just the idea of it all. People rely just like just like uh coffee shop proprietors rely on me feeling uncomfortable so I won't say anything. Uh-huh. Universal Studios oh, pictures. Back to this. <laughs> depends on people who are not willing to stand up and fight for their rights as Ana de Armas fans. Yeah. And you know what? Some yeah. people aren't willing to go quietly into the night. I commend Connor Wolf and Peter Michael Rosa of San Diego and Baltimore. I'm still like on the details of this, like fascinated by the I, the timing because do you think like Ana de Armas when yesterday came out was not mm -hmm. famous at all. She was like at the beginning. Was that was before Knives Out? That right? That was before. It's just uh, around the Blade Runner time. Blade too. Runner. That was before. Obviously, Banana. That was before like any. Oh, that was before. It was Bond. after Blade Runner, but it was around. It was before. Um, it was Knives before out. Knives Out. So. Yeah. It's just like so when the movie itself came out and they didn't see and and, and Armas wasn't in it, no one really noticed or cared, right? Because it wasn't like she was this big star that you would go see. But when the movie hit Amazon years later, post Bond, whatever, whatever, she's a significantly bigger post star. Knives out, yeah. So now they're yeah. they have the almost context to be mad about this because honestly, like before Ana de Armas updates, shout out to that you know iconic figure. It's like, mm -hmm. and our, you know, our segment and all the other things that have made her who she is in her. You know, our segment. Uh -huh. I'm just saying like there's, yeah. there would be no, like the the judge, if they'd seen it in theaters back then would have been like, she's not a huge star. Actually, I don't know You're if they right. could judge on this, but she's not a huge star. Like, why would you care? But now it's like. <laughs> you rent it on Amazon and you're expecting on a Dharma's who's a huge star. This was definitely watched 
in the past six months. This was watched Definitely. by people who... This this was filed by people who didn't see yesterday until after they saw No Time to Die. Yeah. They said, oh, I want to see Anna's entire filmography. And then, you know what? I bet they were just coincidentally watching movie trailers and they saw the trailer for yesterday and uh, they were like, maybe. was that my new queen, Anna de Armas? I have to rent this movie. Yeah, and they just happened That's to be uh, litigious. That's what happened. You know, they happened to here's be what I'm saying. Richard Curtis released the Anna de Armas cut. The world will oh. thank you. Just just release it. Well, speaking of spending money, I just complained about spending money on three tickets for yesterday. but um, And coffee. I spent more money. Yeah, I spent more money this morning. Um, probably roughly seven, eight, nine dollars uh, uh, on uh, Pacer. Are you familiar with Pacer? No. The the court record um, Oh, thing? my what God. Is it? it's, it's, a, it's an acronym. I wanted to see other lawsuits that this lawyer has filed in the past oh. I was like, does he have a trend because i had to look at the stuff i was like is this lawyer whose name is boop 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 boop, boop i just had it up whose name is cody lejeune trying to find these types of lawsuits yeah i was like is this what he does uh-huh, and so and? i searched cody lejeune lejeune and um Anything? an la lawyer at lejeune law uh and and i found some i found a uh a good deal of cases that he's filed in the past, you know, five years. And I clicked on ones because you have to pay, you know, 10 cents no, a page. No, it's okay. Yeah, you, per... can, you don't need to tell I, us. So I only clicked on, I only clicked on the clients with plaintiffs that I recognized. Okay. Okay. One of them, Lindsay, was uh, filed by his plaintiff, Snaplight, against Lumi <gasps> slash Kim's a Princess, Inc. Oh, and it was a lawsuit. It was an IP uh, infringement suit from Snaplight against Lumi and oh, Kim's a Princess Inc. for violating the patent uh, that apparently Snaplight have had, in which Kim Kardashian uh, sold those Lumis back. Remember when she was really into selling of Lumis? Of course, the I do. It was the thing? it was the light on the, the selfie light case. The light on the case. Uh huh. And I saw this. This is an action for patent infringement under the patent laws, blah, 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 blah. Kim Kardashian West is the highest paid reality star with an estimated ability to earn more than $50 million annually, blah, blah, blah. At issue here in this action are, quote, selfies, i.e. photographs that one has taken of oneself. <laughs> Amazing. And Ms. West's endorsement of Lumi branded Defining selfie selfies. Defining selfies in the court of law <laughs> so... is just stunning. Her endorsement of Lumi branded selfie cases, which infringe United States patent number 8428644. Selfie cases are smartphone cases that provide bright, even lighting for capturing photos or video. Ms. West has been called, quote, the queen of selfies by the New York Times. In fact, Ms. West has written a coffee table photo book entitled Selfish, featuring various selfies of herself. In addition to endorsing (laughs) infringing Lumi cases, shown below, left, and there's photos of her holding her Lumi case. Ms. West also uses them in her self-promotion, as shown above. Right. And so, anyway, this case was dismissed. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was going to say, what happened? He doesn't Anything have else? the greatest track record. Anything else? No, that was the most important one that okay. I spent uh, money on. And then I and then I was like, ooh, what's this one? He sued Universal Studios. And then I realized that I ended up spending accidentally $3 to download a lawsuit that I already had, which uh, was <laughs> which was the yesterday lawsuit. Oh. Oops. <laughs> okay, great job. <laughs> oops. Who Weekly oops, oops, oops. taking a loss <laughs> yeah, this we're morning. Yeah, uh, we're about, about, about 550 five, Who says we're not here spending the money that we make on things that are also valuable? That are important. Uh, yeah. That are important. Yes. Anyway, we're going to keep Thank up you. to date with this. Thank you, CW, for your contributions to our... I cannot, I cannot wait 
to sue to like be a part of this class action lawsuit. I'm sure I can find the receipts here. I don't I'm think knocking need them. down the door to sign up for this class action. What uh what did you have to did you have to I have to rent um, it first prove though. anything? Or do you just like sign like a thing? No, we have to rent um yesterday, like soon on Amazon to get part of this. But I've already paid the money. It says it's for anyone who has rented, oh. purchased, oh. licensed, or otherwise paid. Okay. So you, I'm involved, it, baby. So you can't. Okay, I never. I. I'm involved. I gotta. <laughs> Did you pay for yesterday? No, I gotta rent it. I, I saw. Yeah, you gotta rent it. I gotta rent it. Okay, good. Well, how are you gonna? Well, now we have proof that you rented it with knowledge of Anna de Armas oh, not being God. in it. So okay. I don't even know if this I guess will work. I, You're on I record. can't be a part. You know what? When I get my winnings, my earnings, my winnings, <laughs> when I get my earnings, I'll buy you an oat latte. <laughs> oh my God. Thank that? you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I'll buy you a big Dunkin' one. Okay, great. That's like, sounds that's great. That's like $9. Okay. At least one okay, of us is in. Moving on. I mean, I got the proof, baby. If they ask, why do I keep saying baby? Hi, ST Beauties. I am Ana de Armas and I am thrilled to be joining the ST Lauder family. Hi guys, I'm Ana de Armas and you're with me in my bathroom in LA. Today I wanted to show you a part of my beauty routine that's super essential for me. And it's the new concentrate from La Mer. Hello, I'm Ana de Armas and I'm here with Harper's Bazaar to talk you through what's in my beauty bag. So there's some baby news. There's really themy baby news that we had to cut because Lindsay pointed out that Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are them so we can't talk about their secret surrogate baby. We can't talk about this. But you know what we can talk about? There is Who baby news here this week. This Us Weekly headline, the whoiest baby news of the week. Pets, Hannah Brown is officially a dog mom. <laughs> She's officially a dog Congrats. mom. Congrats, Hannah Brown of The Bachelorette. Well, hello, everybody. Here's Adam. Hey. So we're going to play Never Have I Ever so you can get to know me a little bit more and get to know Adam and know if we have done things or we have not done things. So... Let's do it. His name is Wally, and he's an Australian Labradoodle. Well, I'm an official dog mom. Okay, great. She's a dog mom, and she has a dog dad who is her boyfriend, Adam Woolert, who's a model slash CTP, which is something involving treasury. What? I couldn't find any confirmation. He's a he's an actor, but he also has some CTP. A certification. Yeah, he's a light. He's it's a licensed home buyer selection committee member at Habitat for there Community. We go. Okay. Wait, he's got there his MBA, go. CTP, and he works at Habitat for, for Humanity, and he's a model? CTP is something called Certified Treasury Professional, and I don't really know. I guess it's some sort of, like, he worked, he used that certification at a bank, and so I'm not quite sure what that certification allows okay, him to do. Okay, good job. Okay, great. This is all needed to raise the dog, mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. these qualifications. There's a funny website called WealthySpy.com that's definitely popped up in the past. We've definitely been on WealthySpy.com, but the the entry for Adam Woolard on WealthySpy is just filled with question marks. Family, <laughs> father, spy. not known. Mother, not known. Sister, not known. Brother, not known. School, not known. College, University of Arkansas, Lipscomb University. Marital status, in relation. Affair, yes. Is he gay? Is he a gay? No. Girlfriend, <laughs> Hannah Brown, favorite things, favorite hobbies, not known, favorite food, not known, favorite destination, not known, and favorite color, not known. Okay, we get it. They don't got the information. You know what I don't get still? What? Julia Fox and Kanye West. No, you are just saying that as a transition point. You yeah. totally don't think that. You love it. I get it. You I fully get it. You fucking love it. The thing is, is that should I be listening to her podcast? Seems like I should be. Or should I just like let page six tell me what's on it? Uh, 
We're going to put a clip here, I guess. I'm but I'm not like recapping this podcast on a podcast, you know? My time is very valuable to me. It's very precious to me. And so if I'm going to spend time listening to a podcast, it's going to be one that I love. And I, and if page six is going to do the work and find the important parts, I'm going to let them do it. I'm just it, saying, you know? my point is, is that we're calling this a Julia Fox update. We don't really have a Julia Fox update section, nor are we creating one. And this no. this update is only from her podcast. And if I assume that every week we're going to have a podcast, there's no way that we're just going to like recap no. what she said on her fucking podcast, right? No. The uh, What did she say on her podcast? She said, when I was younger, I was such an attention seeker. Like, yep. I mean, like, climb on top of the, the bar. Like, it was always, like, eyes on me. Like, get on stage at the concert. Like, had to be, like, make everything about me. Every situation about me. Um, and as I, like, got older and, like, did work on myself, like, now, like, I really, like, don't need it or care for it or think about it like I don't read any of the headlines I don't see any like I just don't even care and now it's funny because I'm getting all this attention but I'm like I really couldn't care like people are like oh you're only in it for the fame you're in it for the clout you're in it for the money and it's like honey like I dated billionaires my entire adult life okay let's keep it real and secondly um no I really don't I just care about like making my art like putting things into the world like that's it. That's really, I care about like my art getting, like watch my movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like read my book, like do, some, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that is more thrilling to me now yeah. than like eyes on me. Yeah. Like I couldn't care less. She was in Paris with Kanye wearing all denim. Mm. It was a look I actually kind of enjoyed. It was like Madonna was a, meets Justin Brittany. It was kind of fun. I'm increasingly bummed out by them for some reason, but I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Patrick Schwarzenegger has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Patrick Schwarzenegger tweeted, retweeted a tweet that said Kanye West and Julia Fox at Miami airport. There's a, some footage of them at the airport in Miami. And Patrick Schwarzenegger, who is, I think we've noted this on the podcast before, his username is at P Schwarzenegger, but his display name is Patrick Shriver. So I think that there's an interesting tension there. I think it's he either split tension the difference. No, I think well, it's like nice. That's it. He's giving them both of them a little credit. Yeah. That's nice. I think it's nice. Nice to Maria. Well, they are divorced of recent, so there also is that. Has Julia Fox changed in the last few weeks? Why has she popped up on my feed in the same outfit always? He's not wrong. She has been wearing like a similar pair of leather pants for like a while, variously, <laughs> like off and on. Seriously. No, I mean, she really has. Like she w- she went to the airport in that same low cut The same pants. outfit. Like le- those low cut leather pants, then she that she was at the restaurants with. So, it's, you know, not that I need Patrick Schwarzenegger stealing my bit, but he's not wrong. It's also funny because this tweet got you know fifty nine likes and two RTs. We're not talking about a viral. <laughs> the guy's got one hundred sixty five thousand followers, but nobody's picking up on this gossip talk that he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. he's testing the waters. In twelve hours ago, he tweeted, "I was on the verge of puking all day," and he got you know thirty three likes and two RTs and five responses. So that one was a little bit more you know engaged with. Did he explain why he was on the verge of puking? My heart rate is all-time high from these games. I don't know, some sort of Oh, he's talking about football. Okay. It's not food poisoning. He's talking about football. Right. Oh, okay. There was was a lot of football happening last night, and everyone Mm. was like, eh, football, football. I couldn't couldn't really engage with any of that. Hey, Patrick Schwarzenegger. We're here to see your gym and fridge. Oh, hey, Mencel. I'm going to show you my gym and fridge. Okay, so we have a 
a chunk of relationships. Actually, this is toxic. Scott Disick is dating this model. <laughs> but uh, it's it's one of those things where, like, for weeks it's been, like, headlines of Scott Disick steps out with for dinner date with model Hannah Cross. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something that I've seen a few times but have been trying to avoid actually making a reality because I just find it like, oh, great, Scott Disick's dating another young model or whatever. Yep. And by young, I Mm -hmm. mean 23 and he's, what, 40-something? 40-something. Is he? I don't know. I'm asking. How old is he? Oh, he's in his 40s. He is. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, my God. He's 38. Oh, wow. wow. He's only 30. Scott Disick is only 38? I was going to say. What the hell? He's lived the lifetime. I would have guessed... I would have guessed At 45. Least 40. I would okay. have guessed 45. Well, 38, 23, still, uh, still, you know, whatever. Anyways, he's dating this model, Hannah Cross. Why do I recognize her name? That's right. She dated Brooklyn Beckham. Hollywood Life did five things to know about the model. Spotted on a dinner date with Scott Disick. Number three, she's been featured in campaigns for a number of products. Yes, she is a model. Four, she used mm-hmm. to date Brooklyn Beckham. Five, she's dabbled in music. <laughs> I don't even... She's dabbled in music. I noticed that nobody in this research doc went far to figure out what music it was or where the music happens to be, but fine. I was too busy laughing at she's dabbled in music. No, she um she released one song, and that's like the only song that she released called Once or Twice. Oh, I she see it right it, like, here. two years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. still... In love Pretend I'm not So it won't hurt Too much I'll take the blame You're not strong Enough So she So dabbling is the correct It's da- she, she dabbled really did just She dabble. dabbled Yeah She's been being called uh, Brooklyn Beckham's ex for a long time now, which is kind of a bummer. But soon she'll be called Scott Disick's ex, I guess. <laughs> I'm Hannah Cross. I love just doing horse riding and just going like full pelt galloping across fields and on long beaches or wherever. That's when I feel most free and like relaxed and in my own zone. Well, I think this is this is one of those relationships, and I think that there aren't many people that this happens to, in a way, in the way that it happens with Scott Disick, I guess, where it's just like. I don't, but I don't buy any other relationships as anything more than just like either flings or total PR because it's just if you if you want attention, date Scott Disick. Go go to one I beach know at this with point, Scott Disick like, and you will get so much attention. And earnestly dating Scott Disick, right? That's it's true. It's just so, but I think it it it's beneficial to both parties too. Like it's like oh, go on one date with this guy and you'll get some attention because she went on a date with. Um, Presley Gerber a couple of days after she went on a date with Scott Disick and then she gets headlines for going on a date with someone else after going on a date with Scott Disick. Right. You know, and like, you if you have, have the type of person who wants this kind of attention. And here's the thing. She's dating, hmm. she's dating Scott Disick and in August of t- 2020 she gives an interview that says model Hannah Cross will detail her raw split from Brooklyn Beckham on her upcoming debut record. So there is a debut record coming around the corner. Mm. So she's not just dabbling. Right. <laughs> Hannah is not the only woman to pen a song about Brooklyn. His ex-girlfriend, Talia Storm, who he dated back in 2015 when they were t- both young teenagers, reportedly wrote the, st- the tune Still in Love with the Star in 2017. Brooklyn Beckham is very much engaged, so... <laughs> He won't let you forget Sorry. it. He will not let you Sorry forget for that he's you. very much engaged. 
Um, moving on. This is a nice, a happy on. engagement. Speaking of engagements that are happening. Uh, Michelle Dockery of Downton Abbey fame. Ver- other things as well. But Downton Abbey, I would say, is the main thing. And also she's, the main thing. she's in the next Downton adjacent project, too. Like, she's still in the fold. She's in the Downton cinematic universe exactly. still. Exactly. Okay. She's not in Gilded yeah. Age, but she's in whatever's coming up after that. Uh, Downton Abbey, A New Era. Is that, did that already come out? Well, there's a new movie. It's called, yeah, it's not okay. out yet, but it is called A New Era. Okay. So that she's in mm-hmm. that. She is engaged to Jasper Waller-Bridge, the one and only Phoebe Waller-Bridge brother. <laughs> not cousin. Not Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe not Bridge. dad. Phoebe not Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Waller-Bridge brother, Jasper. Jasper. Michelle Dockery's engaged to. I've just never seen anything more like posh. Not that I know much about like what it means to be posh but based on what I know about being posh this statement which was put in the Times of London as uh, a way of announcing their engagement really uh, when when I when Lindsay sent it to me I was like I can't read this without imagining David Attenborough saying it or a butler named like uh, what would a butler's name be you tell me why can't I think of the of Michael Caine's name in in Jeeves in Batman Jeeves? Let's say Jeeves. The engagement announced between Jasper, son of Michael Wallabridge of Kingsland, Norfolk, and Teresa Wallabridge of Battersea, London, and Michelle Dockery, younger daughter of Michael and Lorraine Dockery of Giddy Park, Essex. <laughs> what? That's too posh. That's I know, too that's really Oh, I thought you were making that up, but it's correct. Michael and Lorraine no, Dockery of Gidea Park, Essex is real. Gidea Park, Essex. Jasper <laughs> Wallerbridge is just such a funny. It's like, of course. Like, how did they meet? I don't know. England? They both live. They both are from it. <laughs> family money. It's like family money just finds more family money. Two British people meeting. I don't know how rich Mesh Michelle Doggery's parents are. We don't know. Well, the names, everything about the you names. You just think because it's British, they're rich. But th- that's not necessarily true. Well, when you talk about of, you know, of this neighborhood in Essex, of this neighborhood in London, it's just, ex- it just sounds very, it just sounds very mm. fancy pants, you know? Jasper is a, quote, film and television producer as well as a music manager in London according to his LinkedIn page. I went to his LinkedIn page and that still stands. He (laughs) works for, he co-founded a music production company called Day One Pictures and uh, many jobs ago was actually Louis from One Direction's talent manager. I think this comes up a lot. I'm not sure how long he did this or to what actual capacity but at one point he was connected with Louis Tomlinson in some sort of professional mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I think that, and I think this new company that he started because it says day one pictures is a London based film and television production company focused on telling stories from the world of music. Sounds like a very, uh, uh, word salad way of saying I make music videos, <laughs> right? It, like, right. Kind of telling right. stories from the world of music. Okay. Right. Visual albums or music videos. But he's within sure. the One Direction uh, universe. He's in. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's in the One Direction universe at one point. Like at one point, Louis Tomlinson fans like stalked him down. That's how like connected. That's how adjacent he is. You know. I see. It I proves see. your. It, it proves your part if you've been 
essentially doxxed by One Direction fans. Uh, he was doxxed on the a One Direction fan Tumblr. Yeah. With a caption, I'm really curious about this guy Jasper Waller Bridge tagged this in is before Crystal's Phoebe. IG story. And how he fits within Lewis's team. I hope he's new because if he's been, quote, advising and facilitating creative direction, media relations, and campaign management for Louis during the BTY promo, this would be sad. <laughs> what? <laughs> this was Fans. obviously before Fan Phoebe because that would be the first mm-hmm. thing you would say is, is he Phoebe Waller-Bridger's brother? Which the answer is yep. yes. This is actually sweet because Michelle Dockery had like a really sad situation with her last, her former love fiance her, her fiance died yeah. it was really sad from cancer there were headlines like when you if you if you were to google michelle dockery today you would see a lot of headlines that remind you that she refers to herself as a widow because they were basically almost married right yeah. right right yeah that would be um, you're gonna died. get a lot of time you're getting a lot of tie-ins it's like she's engaged mm-hmm. like four years after her fiance died it's like ooh, yeah. you know yeah but it's happy it's happy. It's the perfect uh, not to, I don't know, like trivialize her story or whatever, but it's like, this is a People magazine field day. Like they would love, they love yeah, it's this. Sweet. Like human interest, death, triumph, love wins, whatever, blah, 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 <laughs> right. blah. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep. Up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Emma Roberts and Garrett Hedlund are splitting. Mm-hmm. They had a kid like a year ago. And uh, he seems unwell in a way that is like, you know, hopefully fixable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And what is Garrett Hedlund most well known for? Well, he's an actor. At this point? I mean, he's been in a lot. I mean, Country Strong to me. To me, it's Country Strong. But yeah. he's been in like quite a few things. Come on. Come on. Into my guess it is country strong is the main thing he was he was in the movie friday night lights but i feel like the the tv the show, show was friday more, night lights right. just sort of uh, surpassed it in terms of relevance. it is funny they call him the friday night Lights star sometimes and i'm like what because i he wasn't in the yeah. tv show right, he's right, really right. good in country strong though like that's a performance and he sings country. got a great voice country strong is a is a totally good movie it's a it's very a totally good movie, movie. And then, so basically, Garrett had. It's funny because the order of things was kind of fucked up, where it was like Garrett Headland and Emma Roberts break up, and then TMZ like pushed the alert immediately. That was like he was arrested for public intoxication. So clearly, like mm-hmm. the in case you were wondering what the reason was for them splitting up, like it came soon after, you know. And he yeah. also had a DUI a year ago that he's being sued about two years that he, you know, fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and then he released a song at the same time. It, it was three stories at once for this guy. It was, I broke up with Emma Roberts, who is, I think, more famous than he is. I think I would call them both who's. I mean, we're talking about him. Um, but I would say that she's a little more famous simply because of her name recognition mm-hmm. or mm, her familial tie- ties. Uh-huh. All three stories happened at once, which was that he breaks up with Emma Roberts. That happens. Then he releases a new song because it's New Music Friday. Then Saturday night, he gets arrested for public intoxication. So he got three very different stories in the span of, I think, 48 hours. Okay, trying to stay on the bright side. Is the song good? It's fine. I, I listened to it yesterday. It's kind of generic country. The road has ways of saying you'll stay, but you don't. The road has ways. Making mistakes. He was in Tron and Troy and famously Georgia Rule across from Lindsay Lohan. He's been in some stuff that's like memorable, I would say. And he has a nice, I remember he dated Kirsten Dunst. He He has a nice singing voice. He did. Um, He has a nice little singing voice. He dated Kirsten Dunst for a while. Anyway, this is just bleak and sad. Moving on to another split. Two more splits. Pamela Anderson and Dan Hayhurst broke up. A little less dark. This wasn't long for this dark. world. Remember when they got together and she moved to Vancouver to an island and she was like <laughs> uh, something something. After she broke up with the other toxic billionaire, she found this guy. This wasn't going to mm-hmm. last. He was a contractor. Right. He was a contractor. We talked about this when they it's, got together. A contractor is a good thing to have in your pocket. So I'm not, I feel like she's giving up something that, you know. In the iconic interview that you put in this, uh, in the doc, 
from when when she was on Loose Women, she appeared on Loose Women, the uh, English talk show via, you know, Zoom or Skype or whatever. And she zoomed in from bed, like what in, apparently under the covers with this guy. <laughs> she, she literally zoomed and did an interview from bed from Vancouver to Loose Women in the UK. I mean, that's pretty... Mm-hmm. That's pretty something. That's pretty special. After meeting last year at the start of lockdown, Pamela Anderson tied the knot with her boyfriend, Dan Hayhurst, in an intimate ceremony ceremony on Christmas Eve at Pamela's home in Canada. Oh, wow. And, oh, look at those photos. And here they are, in bed. I'm trying to find them. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Now, Pamela, you, 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 to, to quote you, you have said in the past, in the arms of the man I love, where is exactly where I should be. I didn't think we were actually going to see you in the arms of the man you love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't left bed since Christmas Eve. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Joan. Oh, how lovely. So that's a proper I'm honeymoon. It was like... It's the time difference. And she was like, I'm not going to pretend like I've been up for five hours. I literally just woke up. I'm in bed. And here is my boyfriend I love or fiance or whatever. Source, a source close to the doomed couple said that while things were initially blissful with the, amid the pandemic, being quarantined together ultimately took its unromantic toll. The source said, Dan turned out to be a dick to Pamela. He was unkind and unsupportive. After you spent two years living every second with someone, you get to know them better and for worse. The source added, things are not amicable at all between them at the moment because they decided they had nothing in common. He didn't treat her in the way she wanted to be treated. I mean, I know that she's not into the Pam and Tommy thing, but this is suspiciously close to the premiere of Hulu's Pam and Tommy. You're right. Like, I don't even know what my, like, uh, galaxy brain is actually saying, but the timing is just a coincidence. And I don't it's know It's gotta that... be just a coincidence. If anything, it's, like, good for the show, but not by her hand, you know? Because she wants nothing to do with the show. She keeps talking about how she wants nothing to do with the show, which makes me think maybe she does want something to do with the show because she knows that if people are talking about her, Mm -hmm. that's good. It's very very Samantha from Sex and the City. You know, you're like, are you going to show up? No? Yeah? No? Exactly. Because even if she doesn't want to watch the show, and I believe that she doesn't want to watch this show, like uh, that she wouldn't want to watch a show, even if it's good, about like a traumatic part of her life. She must understand, because she is savvy, that, like, people are going to be wanting to talk to her because of it. And so she's definitely going to get interviews because of it. And I'm sure she's thankful to the show for that, at least. Mm. Even though she didn't... Maybe she's trying to outshow the show with a divorce. She's like, show about my sex tape? Try a divorce from a guy I got together with a year ago. I don't know. Maybe she's My just contractor. Like... I hope she waited until the house was done. That's what because I'm on that saying. Loose Woman interview, she is saying that they're working on major renovations oh to her house on Vancouver God. Island. And I so it's pray. like Ray. The moment he put up the last piece of like you know, the last hardware. If she dumped her contractor before the job was done, that job is never getting done. <laughs> so fucked. So fucked. Someone give Pamela Anderson your Hulu login so she doesn't have to pay for this. Because she doesn't want to, okay? Someone please loan Pamela your Hulu. Pam, you can have mine. Just use my parents. Use my parents one. My parents profile. <laughs> it's like Pam shows up on the list of users and you're like, oh. <laughs> no, just Pam. Click on mom and dad. Whenever you log into my Hulu, <laughs> click on mom and dad. And then you can watch uh, Pam and Tommy. You don't want Pam it's to fine. ruin your parents' algorithm on the Hulu app? Come on. <laughs> Who knows what she's going to watch? Uh, I mean, their algorithm, I think their algorithm is pretty strong. I think their algorithm, their algorithm is all like cheers, <laughs> you know, like the Mary Tyler Moore show, Frasier. Maybe she'll learn something from their algo. Maybe she'll get some good recs. 
One more split. One more split. Who are these? Who is this? What is this? Actors, young people. Well, we went from, we went from you know thirty somethings to fifty <sighs> somethings, and now we're back to twenty somethings. Uh, we have actors. Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers. Ryan Destiny is an actress. Oh, Ryan's a girl. Is an actress, singer, best known for st- for Star on Fox. Okay, I remember yes. that show. And now she's on Grown. She's on Grown. Yes. Keith Powers is an actor known for Straight Outta Compton and The Tomorrow War. Do I know him? I saw Straight Outta Compton. You'd recognize him. You definitely saw Straight Outta Compton. You did okay. not watch The Tomorrow War. I watched half of The Tomorrow War and I was like, I'm not. That's doing this. the movie where Mark Wahlberg was like, "There's a war tomorrow. I see it." No, in the it's Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt says there's a war tomorrow. What's <laughs> Okay, then I definitely didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there was a there was a Mark Wahlberg movie around the same time that was also straight to streaming that had a similar vibe. It was like on Paramount, and he was like, "I'm invincible." Yeah, he had a similar I color story. It. Okay, so these two were dating for four years, and they broke up, and they got the people exclusive. Uh, their remaining close friends. Is it true that you're actually dating Ryan Destiny, the beautiful Ryan <laughs> Destiny from the show Star? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I she's am. Beautiful. She's beautiful. Yes, yes. Stunning. How'd you guys meet? Um, I am dating Ryan. I, she, she's amazing. I met her in two. How long y'all been dating? We've been dating since October. Ooh! <laughs> How'd you meet her? Okay. <laughs> I met her. I met her. Uh, at, I met her at a Team Vogue party in, um, like, at the end of 2015. But it was real platonic. Like, it was real. Like, we. It was real cordial. I went up to her. Uh-huh. I literally just said my name. Like, I seen her walk in, and I remember talking to my friend, and I seen her walk in, I said, who is that? <laughs> and I instantly went over there. I was like, what? Let me go. And what'd but you I, say I, to I kind of froze up. I just said, hey, my name is Keith Powers. How you doing? She was like, hey, I'm Ryan. I was like, cool. And since Keith Powers is, you know, has a lot of stuff in the uh, in the pipeline, including uh, what seems to be hyped a Netflix movie, also starring Joey King, he has a lot of young fans, and they're very into it. But I'm seeing something kind of interesting where it's like, People being both horny for him, but also wishing that he would have stayed with Ryan. So it's like, you and Ryan should go to counseling. <laughs> but I think the difference is because what would show up on like the girl's profile versus the boy's profile is the boys would be like, it's okay to be like horny for the guy who's single, like heard mm-hmm. you single, or like, I would never leave you, choose me, versus the girl getting like, stay together, like, don't break up, like, go to couples counseling, like, you're a great couple, no, you know? But those are all on his, that's what I'm saying. So she's getting none of it, and he's getting just a mix she, of it. Well, they're both getting a, they're both getting a mix of it, but he's just getting more of it, which I think is funny. It's like, it's, what I think is notable about this is that it's like, it weirdly doesn't seem toxic to me. It's like, it's supportive, even though they want it both ways, which is like, oh, we wish you would stay together. Please get counseling. Like, what a polite way of saying we wish you would have stayed together. <laughs> get counseling. Mm. But then also, pick me, choose me, love me. LOL, just kidding. Take your time. Don't stress too much. Breathe. Where it's just like a very supportive fandom mm-hmm. is kind of a breath of fresh air, I think, for Instagram comments. And then, of course, there's someone who just says, heard you single. They met at a 2015 Teen Vogue party so they literally met at like the up-and-comers ball or whatever and then they like were up-and-comers together and now they're breaking up before they both of them turn 30 exactly and because they're up-and-comers and and they were up-and-comers together their personal lives on wikipedia are both just about the other person Mm -hmm. brian destiny's personal life section says destiny has ended a relationship with keith powers in 2022 
Keith Powers' Wikipedia personal life just says Powers has ended a relationship with Ryan Destiny in 2022. That was definitely the same person who just pasted it in both. Although, right, mm-hmm. I, I think they linked to the same article, different footnotes, yeah. same article. I thought that, I didn't know that. So Ryan Destiny's father was in a very 90s R&B group, not successful I don't know I mean I'd I never heard of them I'd never heard of them but that doesn't mean anything like there were a million successful 90s R&B groups that all sounded like this his was called guess with three s's which as you can imagine has the worst SEO imaginable like it's impossible <laughs> to find shit about guess with three s's because Google's like don't you mean guess with two s's why would you ever spell guess with three s's and I'm like no I'm trying to look up a 90s R&B band for my podcast but anyways mm-hmm. I put the most popular song down there and it's like I can't tell whether I actually know the song or just know it sounds like a song that I would know from listening to 90s R&B you know Because you listen to the song and you're like, this sounds like 1994. Right. And it sounds it just like, sounds like and I know a lot of songs that sound like this, so I'm not quite sure if Shuby, which is spelled S-U-H-B from the album, mm-hmm. Guess. 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 So her family is is a showbiz fam. And I think she sings in Star, so that makes sense, right? She's a singer. Ryan yeah, Destiny exactly. is such a name, you know? Also funny because he was in the BET miniseries about New Edition. The new edition story. It doesn't say. Oh, Ronnie DeVoe, like Belle Biv DeVoe. So he was in a biopic for playing Belle Biv DeVoe, and her dad was actually in like a Belle Biv DeVoe band in real life. Oh, well, now they're broken up. Sorry. Well, (laughs) (laughs) now they're broken up. What's next? Here's Here's a new one. This is the Daily Mail. Gavin Rossdale steps out with recurring mystery woman as chemistry brews between the two of them in Beverly Hills. Have you ever seen Daily Mail write recurring mystery woman. I've never seen recurring mystery woman in my life. We know this woman is a mystery. We've seen her before. She's a mystery and she remains a mystery that we don't intend to solve. So we're going to call her recurring mystery woman. And when I Google recurring mystery woman, I almost exclusively get Gavin Rossdale stories. Save this one story from 2012 on yahoo.com. Olivia Diabo Wonder Years star splits from husband. See her now. And it's because in this line it says, After leaving the show, which was the Wonder Years, Diabo spent the 90s taking small roles in major series like Star Trek, The Next Generation, and Party of Five. In 2001, she starred as a recurring mystery woman in Law & Order Criminal Intent. (laughs) If you scroll down too, there's um, a recap of the Lone Ranger. Who was the recurring mystery woman who shared in the closest thing the Ranger had ever had to a romantic relationship? It's like really funny. The phrase recurring mystery woman has only been used like four times ever on the internet somehow. Fourteen (laughs) times, Lindsay. Like if you put caps around it, it says... Two showing two of fourteen results. That's cr- when do you Google. ever get fourteen results? You know, and ninety five percent, ninety to ninety five percent are about Gavin Rossdale right. and his recurring mystery woman. No, that's literally, real, that's you have Gavin. Notable the thing you just read about Olivia Dabo, the Lone Ranger recap, and that's it. A recurring mystery woman. Wow, a new phrase. This is truly a new phrase has come. A new phrase has come. A new. Hush now. 
do we even care who this recurring mystery woman is? Come. No, no, I don't. Boring. No, but Court the thing Lynn is, Kanan. and I'm not trying to be no. sexist, but I'm trying to say to you is that if I know who she is, she's not a recurring mystery woman, and that ruins the fun. Who gives it? Like, don't ruin my fun. Don't tell me who this woman is. Timmy? But Timmy did the work. I don't Timmy care. found us. Sorry, Timmy. Who no. the recurring mystery woman I'm is. Keeping her you don't, we don't want to say who the. Re- no, well, then she's, she's not, not mystery. She then they have to name yeah. her. They spend all this time building a mystery. We have to just let her remain a mystery. They're choosing so carefully to have her remain a mystery. <laughs> but, Timmy, thank you for finding thank her. Thank you. And I guess, we reject it. And I we guess Gavin Rossdale isn't dating Gwen Singer anymore. Remember when he was dating a woman whose last name was Singer? I love that. Right. Gwen Singer. She was a singer. Let it shatter the walls for a There's one last relationship thing that I wanted to mention. It's not in the doc, but it's something that I've been meaning to talk about for over a week and I keep forgetting to bring it up. Mm. I subscribe to some weird newsletters, some very good ones, but I also subscribe to some very weird ones. And one of them is Cole, I already forgot his last name, Cole Schaefer, who is Casey Musgraves' boyfriend's. That's so funny. Like you subscribe to Casey Musgraves' boyfriend's newsletter as like a gag, like not even knowing like if they'd break up tomorrow, but they are still together and he's still sending out newsletters that do mention her. Oh, my newsletters are in. Oh, I'm reading Hunter Harris's newsletter. I'm reading Emily Gould's newsletter and I'm reading Cole Schaefer's newsletter. Got it, got yeah, it, got it. Like fully your, opening all of them. Just part of your lineup. Exactly. <laughs> it's so boring. But at the same time, sometimes he mentions Casey in this very casual way, never by name. Never, ever, ever by But it's name. like, didn't they Didn't they stay at like, the hotel thing? Is that well, what you're about to read? That's what I'm getting to. So, look, the headline is literally like an email from Nancy Pelosi. The headlines or the subject line is, I'm sorry. You know, where it's like, yeah. we need you, Robert. We need you, Robert. I, I hate to email you again, Robert. You know, it's it's like one of those. I'm okay. sorry. And Wait, I click it. What is that a reference to? You know, like when the DNC emails you and they're like, give us money. And oh, it's always Nancy Pelosi oh, oh, being oh, like, oh, oh, oh. bad yes, news, yes, yes. bad news, Robert. Yes, like, yes, I'm going to yes. fucking die unless they're you send me $15. They're calling you Robert because they're trying to get you to give Joe Biden $15 exactly. or whatever. So I get an email from Cole Schaefer. And it says, I'm sorry, period. And I click it and it goes, I can't, it can't wait until after supper. And there's this long, like many, many paragraphs about how he's a professional writer. I think he does mostly like copywriting stuff at, uh, freelance for branding and advertising agencies. And so he tells the story, not many details beyond like, I flew to New York this past Monday on a big jet plane that housed just six souls. And as my flight approached the city, I looked out my window to see an ocean of black teeming with yellow and orange lights. And he's like, I'm so excited to be like sent to New York for a business trip. People really want to pay for my writing. Isn't that great? And I'm sort of like, that is cool. Like, congratulations, Cole, whatever. It's so boring, but I'm reading paragraph after paragraph. And then finally, we're talking 10 paragraphs in, I have to scroll. It's below the fold. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then we go, perhaps what separates the great writers from the good writers is knowing when it's appropriate to reach for the shorter description over the longer and vice versa. That's a beautiful word, vice versa. I've always found that the word vice versa is interesting because it means that regardless of a specific order, the outcome's value of said order still remains the same. While this, upon first glance, might not strike you as particularly noteworthy, think for a moment how rare this is in life, that an outcome can be miraculous despite the order in which it's achieved. And I'm still reading for some reason. For some reason, I haven't closed the tab. Like, why are you reading this? To enjoy sex and a big steak dinner, you must enjoy them in this specific order. If you think otherwise, go out and have a big steak dinner with your significant other, along with enough red wine to fuel a Catholic church, and perhaps a dessert or two, and see if the two of you find yourselves wanting to get frenetic afterwards no 
to enjoy sex and a big steak he dinner. He writes like such a writer. I guess that's like uh, hypocritical for me to say because I am <laughs> one, but like he really writes like a writer. He writes like someone who fills up like moleskin notebooks on the regular. He writes okay? like somebody who wants to continually remind you that they are a writer, you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. No, to enjoy sex and a big steak dinner, you must have the sex first, and then you must rinse yourselves off and pretty yourselves up and escape to Frank in the East Village, where they serve up a skirt steak so wildly delicious, you trade it out for the best ribeye you've ever known seven days out of every week. Parentheses. There isn't a chance in hell anyone reading this has ever been to Frank, so if you do find yourself there, be sure to arrive late so you don't have to wait and bring cash, because they don't play nicely with cards. If it's just sex you're after, that's fine. And if it's just a good steak dinner you're after, that's fine too. But if you're wanting a night of sex and a big steak dinner, they must take place in this order. There isn't an alternative. Blah, 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 blah. I'm still reading this. And then he goes, on the topic of sex and steak dinners, my girl joined me in New York City after oh, my work had concluded. Not my girl. And we spent the weekend together at a hotel I won't divulge here because one, it does perfectly fine without any sort of advertising from myself. And two, I selfishly don't want the place to get any busier. I felt quite lucky to enjoy her He's company because she's in a wildly busy time right now in her own career with a North America tour right around the corner. This this guy, why did I read like 30 paragraphs to get to this Casey Musgraves thing? It. And the whole Casey I Musgraves subplot is we fuck good and then we had good steak. <laughs> I love I honestly love it. I love I love that he does this. I think I love it too. <laughs> this is a writer. I'm telling you, wait, let me count how many words before we get to Casey I'm Musgraves. You. Who was only referenced who was only referenced as my girl. Okay, oh, let me count. I'm gonna do an actual word count. Of the words it took before we got to word counter. Before we got to Casey Musgraves. 845 words <laughs> before we got to Casey writing Musgraves. writing that newsletter about Casey Musgraves, but you're right. I mean. He loves mentioning her casually at the end. And that's why you have to read this newsletter. I mean. The more I think about it, like I was complaining to you about this a week ago, but now I'm just like, I kind of respect it. This is good. So there were all these headlines about how the Spice Girls were reuniting and I got excited. I was like, oh, they're reuniting. Like that's unexpected, right? Like I thought they said they would never do this. Remember the Olympics? That was a flop. When Posh was like, why am I here? (laughs) Anyways, so you have this headline. The Spice Girls are set to be reunited at Brooklyn Beckham's April wedding to Nicola Peltz as all members have received an invitation. Okay. So they're not like reuniting to perform as a group. They're just all attending her son's Mm -hmm. wedding. It'd be really funny if they were all at different tables. <laughs> Are you also at table 12? No. Bullock, so I'm split, at table 8. We have to split off, split up Baby and Posh. We have to split we up can... Baby and Scary. <laughs> Sporty. That would be so funny if they were all at different tables. Sporty's oh just at God. the singles table, even though she has a partner, just because they can't seat her near Scary, you know? Have you ever been to one of those weddings where they, like, deliberately seat you next to people you don't know? Oh yeah, are you kidding? That's absolute. Like, like that's tra- weddings l- totally weddings fucking traumatizing. Love to do that. Weddings love to do that. We want we front our friends to meet, and it's like, Bitch, why? I I'm never gonna these see people. these fucking people again. Also, the like, they're not my fucking friends. Well, they're your friends. I want to be next to my friends. Well, the issue, the funny thing is, like, I've already met half these people, and I didn't like them, which is why they're not my friends. They're your friends. It's like, hey, Bobby, I really want you to meet my college friend, Stacy. And it's like, why the fuck would I want to meet your college friend, Stacy? She lives in San Francisco. Like, what? One time I was at a wedding and I was at a wedding and they did that. And it was like, 
This guy, I've definitely told you the story. This guy sits down next to me. There's no one sitting next to me. And this guy sits down next to me. Josh is somewhere else. God knows where. And this this guy sits and he has a, like a big glass, like a big water glass with ice and what I thought was iced tea in it. And I hadn't seen iced tea anywhere, but it was filled to the brim, like big water glass filled to the brim. And I was like, oh, hi. And he was like, nice to meet you. I guess we have to meet people. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm Bobby. What's your name? I don't remember his name. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they had iced tea. Where did you, where'd you get the iced tea? And he goes, this is bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> you never told me this. You were such I a- was like, holy shit. He was, wa- I mean, he was wasted by the second course. Where did you get the and iced then by, tea? <laughs> by the dessert. Everyone had moved back. So, like, everyone was like, fuck this. And everyone rejected the sitting. And probably before dessert, everyone just ended up moving because they were like, this is really well, stupid. Well, also, like, I'm not sitting at a wedding better. for that long, you know? Like, I'm dancing or I'm, like, around. I'm all around. I'm not, like, even still... sitting in my chair. Also, who am I kidding? I love something new to complain about at a wedding. My I favorite know, thing about a wedding say, is complaining. I feel like you have. It's funny because you were like, I feel like you'd heard this story before. I maybe haven't. But you have, like, five to ten rotating wedding annoyance stories that, like, are in the. Yeah, I love. In the. I love complaining about That could be pulled out at any time. So it really could have been any story. Two Who Weekly canon <laughs> members. Yeah. Lucy members Hale. Members of the Who Weekly canon. Lucy Hale's 25 Things. Who knew that there were 25 more things to know about Lucy Hale that I didn't already know? It was it was a stretch. I think it was it was probably pretty hard for her to put these together, but um I did I did learn a lot from them. Mm. I did. Did you? Did. What did you learn? Give me one thing you learned. Know. Here's one thing I learned. She loves solitude. Uh, and I know that because number 4 is I'm a person who loves solitude. Uh-huh. She also said, if I weren't acting, I'd want to be a dermatologist or an esthetician. A lot of famous people say this. I've seen this in Wait, famous at people want to be dermatologists? They've said, I think I'd be a good esthetician. I think Jennifer Aniston said this. I've heard this among, like, from famous people before. They'd be like, oh, I'd be great as an esthetician. What? Who's? Uh-huh. I'm telling Who's you this telling has happened them this? before. Okay, wait. Did, I'm telling you this Did you read before. number 12? How did she put it? One thing I love that gets mixed reviews is mayonnaise. One thing I love that gets mixed reviews is every pilot Lucy Hale has oh ever shot. Oh my god, it was only a matter of time before you said that. Before you said that and you said that. You said that. The weirdest and now we say it. Mm-hmm. The one of the weirdest things on this list was um where did it go? What's your favorite fact from her 25 things? The mayonnaise. Well, actually, number 9, I've had the same manager for almost 18 years. It's like uh well, no, that woman is working really hard. She's, getting a new one? she's getting her yeah. like every single show that there has ever been st- written, you know? Yeah. The manager's actually quite good. Yeah. We, we stand the manager. Uh, moving on. This was delightful. Something that wasn't delightful in the slightest was Adrian Grenier did a day in my life. And we talked about who did one. Carrie Preston did it last week. And we talked about how it was interesting because usually when people do it, because the last one that we talked about was, um, what's her name? Chanel Amans. And it was very like, oh, I took these photos in my house with my iPhone kind of casually. I really wanted to show this authentic, you know, verite version of my life. Carrie Preston and Adrian Grenier both have professional photos. Wait, like these his, are nice photos. They're he not... did his on and vacation. All... Yes. And did you notice the photo credit on all of them, Lindsay? Booking.com. Adrian Grenier's or Booking.com. He literally got yeah. a free trip to Miami with Booking.com or whatever and then yes. resold the photos or gave the photos as a probably Booking.com 
spawn to us weekly it was like do you want a free trip to miami we'll put you up in a hotel if you do the day like i don't understand how i feel like i understand Wait, all of the mention, elements in the sausage they don't mention booking.com in the text no it's only in the photo credits we, that's that's actually sus there must be something up with that i see all the elements of the sausage like i see the nitrates and i see the meat and i see the salt and i see the casing but uh. i don't know how the how the sausage quote unquote got made i can see that it's like obviously us weekly has this deal with adrian grenier they get a great subject they get a great thing booking has a famous person in their pocket but it's like we'll give you this trip if somehow you get publicity for this this is what their publicist does so mm -hmm. it's like i see how all of the pieces kind of fit together i don't know in what order they got put together but adrian Grenier's entire thing is about a day in Miami at a hotel. There's also there's nothing less a day in my life than a day in on vacation. Like on vacation, that's like literally not even a day in his life. It's just a day in vacations an anomaly. I love the sort of like mental gymnastics that people who are so obsessed with like or not even they don't even do the mental gymnastics. They just like don't notice things where he's like carbon footprint, carbon footprint. I'm all about the environment. Anyway, I flew to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> stay at this hotel well it's just, i'm on vacation we are very strange very strange i brought in my private chef so that they could make me meals here it's like you're all about your carbon footprint and you can't eat them the food in miami prepared by people you had to bring in your favorite chef i brought in a chef who specializes in locally grown and sourced foods so maybe wait, timmy says that it's the hotel that is getting the spawn here mr c miami yeah, and I thought, I looked into this and I was like, well, maybe it's a hotel that he co-owns. I can't find any evidence that he co-owns this hotel. This is a hotel brand that has been around for a while. Well, it like, could be a booking.com. Unless Adrian's a new investor. Spawn, crossover. God, sponsorship's getting so twisted. Even we can't figure it out. Even we. I mean, and also, I think that this is sort of like, he got a, if you Google, I didn't put this in the doc. These photos have been seen before. On December 16th, 2021, there was an article in CNN Underscored. And what is CNN Underscored? I've never been to this website I don't know before. what it is. But what CNN is Underscored, let me read the thing. CNN Underscored is your guide to everyday products and services that help you live smarter, simpler, and more fulfilling lives. The content is created by CNN Underscored. When you make a purchase, we receive revenue. So this is CNN's version of like affiliate links, like uh, how like Gawker had like the inventory. You're not Gawker, like, you know, GMG Media. It's like the every website's uh, way of, providing affiliate links and like uh, brand sponsored content essentially mm -hmm. right and it's all photos from booking and it's more explicitly like oh you could stay at mr c miami like adrian grenier and some of these photos are also the ones that us weekly used but it's saying go to see in mr c's in miami here's photos of adrian grenier staying there and he goes in a new partnership with Booking.com, Grenier uh, is helping to highlight sustainable travel options for uh, everyone. According to Booking.com, 66% of Americans want to stay in sustainable accommodations. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And then it says, buy this toiletry bag, buy this cosmetic case, buy this book, buy this hairbrush, and buy this battery pack. You know? Uh-huh. It's like he's repurposing this branded content, but mm -hmm. he's still getting free shit out of it. No, like, he's just... It's just rolling on up. It's just exponential growth in the the mentioning and visibility of his spawn with Booking.com. But again, he's all about the environment. And then at 1.30 p.m., here's a photo of him sitting at a, on a chaise lounge outside the pool drinking a Bellini. And it says, what's a little getaway without a daytime drink? From an eco-friendly cup. I decided to have a Bellini, he says, appreciating the hotel's commitment to reducing single-use plastics. And it's like, 
Why isn't he drinking it out of glass? <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? The Masked Singer Judge, Rita Ora's 8 million pound home is undergoing huge renovations. Okay, don't care. She didn't sign up for this. Rita Ora is annoyed by the rainy weather in Sydney. Okay, that's funny. In the middle of summer, as she continues filming The Voice Australia. Okay. You don't think it's, you don't care that Rita's doing eight, like doing huge renovations to her home? No. I guess it means that she's staying in the UK. She's not like moving to Australia full time because she's doing these huge renovations in the UK. Exactly. Mm. She's doing big renovations on her. She's adding a panic six room. bedroom mansion in Primrose Hill. Yeah, she's adding a panic room. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Rita. I mean. All right. We thought that she was going to move to Australia sort of as a joke, but no, London, six bedrooms. No, I think she's in power. If 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 they're going to actually get engaged or get married or whatever, he has to be based in London. She didn't she didn't sign up for this. She it's raining in Australia. Might as well be in the UK. It's so Rita Ora to have a lot of guest rooms. I love that. If if Rita Ora's on a beach, you have no way of knowing which beach she's on. She could be on the old beach. She could be on Australia beach. She could be on Los Angeles beach. She could be on the beach from the beach. She's definitely not on the old beach because she looks great. You know, she's she looks not yeah, getting old. She showed off her toned legs in a naughty schoolgirl outfit. Oh my God. What? As she wears eye-catching hot pink eyeshadow for latest sizzling snaps. Okay, calling this a naughty schoolgirl outfit is really a thing. Like, that's a thing, I guess. It's really just a white Oxford shirt and And a a skirt. skirt. I think she, though, made a caption that was like, that girl who wears the uniform but always gets in trouble for not wearing it properly. Yep, that was me. Oh, that was her actual caption? I missed that. That's her actual caption. She's been doing a lot of playing around with, um, uh, you know, the hair chalk. Yeah, she loves color. Hair chalk color. that matches her, yeah. that matches her pop of, uh, you know, makeup. There's nothing like turning 31 and exploring hair color, you know? <laughs> Seriously, I've been there. I've been there. Because just last Who week, hasn't? just last week, she did the blue hair color with her blue nails yeah. or whatever, or blue got jewelry. pink hair color. Pink eyeshadow with pink little spray yeah. on over her little bangs. I'm just saying, who among us hasn't turned 31 and explored hair color? You know what I really like about her? What do you like in about these photos? What do you like about her in these photos? Do you see what's on her phone? That oh, candy fucking... necklace chain that we that she's had for months. And I know, months and, and months can and I tell you? Every time you bring it up, I cut it for some reason because it's just really. Yeah, we haven't. Technically, just... we've never mentioned it. I'm just like, but you know the thing about... Um, so I don't mean that as a like thing. It's just, it always is too much. Too much Rita. Well, the thing is, it's just like these celebrities always promote stuff, right? So like the accessory that they have, they may not have tomorrow because they're really just you promoting it because they have... that she, she likes really it. likes her, yes. her little phone chain. You understood where I was going with this. I think she really likes this and chain. And I looked it up and it's like a million. dollars. <laughs> it's like so much money. Yeah, it was like $350. It's literally a chain with beads on it and it's $300 to connect to your phone. But Rita loves it. And it's always in these photos because she's always holding her phone. That's the problem is she's always holding her phone. And the thing is, you, you it's not even just that the, the phone chain itself is like $300. You have to have the right phone case on which to attach 
the really expensive phone chain. She's had this for almost a year, this phone chain, if not more. Because I'm seeing her holding it in April 2021. She loves this phone she chain. Loves the- <laughs> she loves the phone chain. That's saying something. You know, it's like her signature phone chain. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Um, call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday call-in show, Who's There? Support us on Patreon.com slash Weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord channel, and more. And thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and assisting. And thank you to everyone who's rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. New series Naomi airs Tuesdays at 9, 8 central, or you can stream free next day on The CW app.